The Born to Win podcast highlights individuals excelling at high levels in their purpose and calling. This podcast is for anyone looking to get ahead in life and willing to take action and reach their full potential. Using Champ's male mentoring model of the three E's, education, empowerment, and exposure, it means you too are born to win. Hey everybody, welcome to another Born to Win podcast. That's right, I'm your host, Vondell Singleton, and you know what it is, you're born to win in every situation in life, and we back again. I know it's been a while. Uh, we had Tinker Hatfield, the Nike Vice President, uh, who's been a big supporter of Champs, come on and bless us. Uh, with his ideals on mentorship and how he reached levels of success. Mm. And he didn't do it alone. And that's what I discovered is that nothing in this life that we achieve, we achieve alone. And I am super proud uh, to announce our very special guest. Welcome to the Born to Win podcast, Brother Freddie Golden Jr. Welcome. What's going on? I appreciate it. Glad to be here. Sure. Hey man, how you feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. It's a good day. I'm glad to be on this podcast. I appreciate you for having me on. Yeah, I'm ready to get into it. Hey, let's get into it. Mm-hmm. So I want to start off with the origin, mm-hmm. and that's uh, the family story. So tell us a little bit about who Freddie is. Where did Freddie come from, and a little background on just you and your family. Yeah. So uh, my name is Freddie. I was born and raised on the west side of Chicago. Uh, tough environment, rough environment since I was young. Uh, going from seeing real strange things, blood splatter on walls as I'm walking home from school uh, at a young, young age. Uh, just gunshots, gun violence all around me. It felt like that's all that I saw. And sometimes uh, just growing up in that environment, it was really rough for me. And then I live with my parents, a uh, single mom, uh, my mother. One of the strongest people that I know uh, just helped raise me uh, to be the person that I am today. And uh, I grew up with uh, my other three siblings, uh, my little brother, Manny, my two older sisters, Hannah and Nala. And they just helped me to be the person I am today. Like you said, it takes other people around you to support you to get to where you are today. So uh, I had that village around me, but it, it definitely was hard times growing up on the west side of Chicago, uh, being trying to become a black man. A, a, a successful black man, a, a positive figure in my neighborhood, as I'm still trying to become. So, it's, it was tough, but I'm, I'm getting through it. So, tell me a little bit about how you were able to overcome, because it sounds like you overcame some some major barriers and obstacles to reach the levels of success that you have today. And oftentimes, people may not understand mm-hmm. that it's a certain mentality yeah. that comes from a Chicago wind that have survived. Sure. So you got to tell us what sure. were some of the secrets, the tips that you got from your family along the way, from other mentors. What were they suggesting to you, and how did you use that to help you uh, reach the levels of success you are and have now? For sure. So. Some of the tips that I've received or just some of the things that I've learned growing up on the west side of Chicago in the environment that I was born in was just to stay positive in every situation. Mm. Always have gratitude that you're here, you're alive today. Because some people didn't make it to see today. Some people didn't get to 
some people don't know what they're eating tonight. Some people don't know yeah. what they're eating tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? So always have gratitude. I feel like that's the first number one thing. Always have gratitude and give thanks to God every day that you're alive and well. The second thing, life is about choices. Mm. Life is always about choices. Uh, you can, even though I lived in that rough environment where the streets was a prominent factor in my life, it was all around me. Violence was all around me. I feel like it's always a choice that I had to make, whether it was education or the streets. I know that streets, the streets wasn't going to lead me to anything but death or jail. Yeah. I knew that's all that the streets had for me. And I saw that in other people that were growing up in the community around me. Uh, so I just knew that life was about choices, and I had to make the right choice when it came to growing up in that environment. And it's easy to fall into the streets, mm-hmm. but sometimes life is about making that hard choice so that you can get to the future that you really want to get to. So I learned that it's all about positivity and gratitude, and it's all about making the right choice when that time comes, for yeah, sure. It's powerful because you know, you, you're sitting here and you're blessed. You have a testimony. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to learn more about your family. Mm-hmm. What was it about your mom's strength that mm-hmm. gave you hope and that gave you a sense of of knowing that because of her, I am. Mm-hmm. And I know that I have an opportunity to extend my family's legacy through yeah. the decisions and choices that I'm making not to be a part of the streets. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about your family. Indeed. So, yeah, my mom, growing up, single mother, like I said, a single mother of four. So everything that I saw her go through day in and day out, it was, she like like I said, she's one of the strongest people that I know. It's not a lot of people that I know can handle that much stress, handle that much. And she didn't even, it didn't even affect her. To us, it looked like she was just doing it regularly. Mm. But I understand now, it took a lot of dedication. It took a lot of time. It took a lot of effort to raise a family, like virtually alone. Mm-hmm. And she just did that. She, she's so strong, so brave, so powerful to me. I know that if she can do it, if she can have the courage to stand up in a world where uh, everything doesn't look good all the time, I know I can do the same thing. And that really helped empower me uh, going day by day, just every day. I know if she can do it, that I can do it as well. She's a really prominent figure in my life. You know, so. that's powerful. And maybe you're watching or listening and you may say, well, I don't have uh, a stable family. Uh, I don't have uh, a mother or father in my corner. Um, this is what I want to encourage you. I want you to find a mentor. Mm-hmm. I want you to look for opportunities to network with others and try to model um, after what you want to become. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think it, it goes a lot to say this about Freddie. I had the opportunity to meet Freddie last year we went to London Mm -hmm. he was part of the My Brother's Keeper Chicago through the Obama Foundation and shout out MBK Chicago shout out MBK Um, what an opportunity we had together Uh, and I want to just dive into this a little bit and we're going to get into the book Mm -hmm. we're going to get into you excelling in your academics Mm -hmm. in North Lawndale but I I do want to pause and give people perspective Uh, From your point of view, how was it traveling to London, England, internationally to the UK? What was that like? It was crazy. Coming from the west side of Chicago, like I said, going to London, just seeing people operate day to day on the other side of the world, it was 
when I first got there, I was amazed. It, it was crazy. Uh, just going to have that experience, just to have that exposure, especially doing the things that we were doing, uh, being able to go to uh, Ravensbourne University and uh, collaborate creatively with other uh, students that went to Ravensbourne uh, and collaborate on such an impactful project, combining Chicago and London together. It was just an amazing experience. To get that exposure, I feel like every young kid across Chicago should have that exposure. And even it wasn't even just good for Chicago kids. As we went over to London, and we talked to some kids from London, all they knew about Chicago was old block and violence and some of the things that highlight our community at times. Yeah. But to show that we were doing different things because they, they don't know Chicago for uh, success and for education, Absolutely. I feel like it was good for them to see that people in Chicago are doing good things too. Especially you, you're, you're a great uh, mentor to a lot of young Chicago men and women everywhere, even with the Champs program. And for them to see you, I feel like it was just a great experience for them uh, to see that you can do it too. Yeah, no I matter don't know where if you remember, from. we were in Brixton in the gym mm-hmm. and I stopped everybody mm-hmm. and I said, I don't know what you heard about Chicago, but it's more than just old blocks, savages, gangs, guns, and violence. Yeah, I remember that. Um, you know, and I think it was a moment that overtook me because I saw you, I mm-hmm. saw Trey, I mm-hmm. saw Samaje, and I saw you guys having this experience. Like, wow, <laughs> I'm in another country. Yeah. And the thing that I love the most is I think it gave the folks at Ravensbourne, as well as the London group, uh, a, a different perspective on Chicago inner city kids mm-hmm. through you. Mm-hmm. And I think they went away with like, wow, yeah. these guys are not only cool, uh, but they smart. Mm-hmm. They friendly. They're positive. Mm-hmm. And I want to be around that type of energy. Yeah. Um, now, I want to transition in, in, into uh, your academics yeah. because uh, you, you, you're you're very unique in in what you've accomplished, and I don't think we want to overshadow or overlook uh, the discipline and the hard work that you put in uh, to get to where you are. And we're going to talk about the Million Dollar Dream, uh, the new book that's out. Uh, but talk to me about the mindset that you had. Uh, to accomplish what you accomplished with your academics because I think there are some listeners and people that may be watching wanting to know who is this guy that I'm listening to and watching. Talk a little bit about what you accomplished. So in my high school, in my senior year, I was able to achieve $1.6 million in academic scholarships. Wow. Did y'all hear him? <laughs> Say that one more time. I was able to achieve $1.6 million. $1.6 million. Are y'all watching this and listening <laughs> to this? Talk to us. Yeah, so I was able to receive that uh, scholarship money for college to get into the college that I wanted to go to. Uh, and now I'm attending Morehouse College. I'm going into my sophomore year, 19 years old. And I'm going to Morehouse College for free. And I feel like that's a reality that every student across the globe should have. They should be able to experience free college, free education. But it didn't come from me just sitting back and uh, just thinking everything was going to be that. I really had to work hard for it. And that's actually the first chapter in my book, The Million Dollar Dream. It's called Mentality. It's called having that it's about having that mentality, having that mindset to get to where you are, especially coming from the west side of Chicago. Mm. I feel like my mentality had to be different. Mm. Uh, I could say in my eighth grade year, I decided 
to have the right mentality, have that mentality that I was going to get into college and I was going to get into college free. I knew that college was expensive. I knew what I had to do wasn't going to be easy, mm. but that took that mindset, that mentality to put in that work and to uh, get the grades that I got, to get the SAT score that I got, to get uh, just the things that led up to that scholarship award. So, yeah, it's, it's all about the mentality. I feel like that's definitely the first step in the baseline wow. when it comes so to... So mentality, uh, having mm-hmm. the right mindset. Exactly. Uh, so when did you get this mindset? Have you always been an excellent student since childhood, or is, did something happen to make you say, you know what, I got to lock in? Yeah. Talk to us. So, growing up, like I said, it was a hard environment that I was placed in. You know, seeing violence on the news, seeing the people that I was surrounded with. Uh, and I even had a couple of friends. Well, I had a friend in my eighth grade year uh, that I was really cool with. He was on my basketball team. His name Devontae Jackson. And uh, when I went into high school, uh, he actually what, passed away or well, he got shot. Uh, mm-hmm. He was a victim to uh, Chicago violence. Mm-hmm. And that really impacted me. It really affected me in a way that not only do I want to be able to become a positive role model for people that don't have a positive role model in their life because some people, what, what, what happens in Chicago is some youth, they just don't understand that there are other ways mm. to go other than uh, the streets and other than death under the jail it, like people don't understand that they have that other outlet um, and I feel like I understood that because of my mom because I had other role models in my life uh, like just good teachers and good coaches uh, I understood that education was an option for me so once I understood that there's no way that I can go back to that other uh, route because I knew that other people needed that positive role model in their life other people needed that because um, everybody doesn't know that that's an option. Right. You know what I'm saying? So education was my path in order to do that. Education was my path uh, in order to get to this next stage of my life where I'm going to college, where I'm really understanding what life is and how I can impact my community in that way. So I knew that that's something I had to go, go through with. So you had to face and live through trauma. Mm-hmm. It's not normal um, for young people to have to bury their friends mm-hmm. or a parent to have to bury their son. And yet we hear time and time again about young people getting shot and, and killed in, in Chicago. And what was it like for you? Again, we're talking about mindset. Mm-hmm. That's your foundation, right? Mm-hmm. What type of mindset did you have to have to endure that type of pain mm-hmm. and live through that experience? Did it motivate you? Did it discourage you? Did it scare you? What did it do when this experience happened to you? I will honestly say a little bit of everything that okay. you said. <laughs> a little bit of everything. I mean, it, it, it scared me at first, honestly. Uh, just mm-hmm. this environment where... It felt like it was no escape. It felt like it was no hope for you. Mm. It felt like it was no hope for me. So I, I was scared. I was scared at a point in time. I, I felt like it was. I couldn't go anywhere. I had to just be numb to it. And I feel like it's a, that's a reality for a lot of people in Chicago. You get numb to the situations, which is it's abnormal, but you yes. accept it as normal. You normalize it. But as I began to grow, uh, I 
develop a mental toughness in order to overcome this. I decided that I wasn't going to allow my circumstances to determine my story. Mm. I wasn't going to allow the people or the things that I grew up around to determine who I was. I wanted to make it out of those circumstances so I could tell other people that you can too. I could tell other people that education was possible. It is possible. And I, I just knew that I had to develop that mental toughness in order to do that. So I put my foot down. I put my foot down. I said, I'm not going to succumb to the streets. I'm not going to allow my circumstances to define my story. I wanted to define the narrative of what a black man in Chicago was supposed to be. I wanted to define who I was and just just take that next step in my life. So developing mental toughness was a big thing for me. And I feel like it really helped me to reach that next stage of my life and make that decision. Wow, we're talking about the million-dollar dream. This is the author, Freddie Golden Jr., and I want to dive into the book. You mm-hmm. talked about the mindset mm-hmm. as a foundational key, um, but out of the book, what are some of your favorite quotes? What's your favorite chapter um, from this book, and tell us why. Yeah, so like I said, the first chapter is mentality, which is a really important chapter for me because it goes into like we was just talking about that mental toughness mm-hmm. uh one of my favorite quotes so i just said uh i didn't allow my circumstances to define my story mm. and i feel like everybody can do the same you shouldn't let your circumstances define your story you could be who you want to be as, as long as you have that mental toughness to get over that also i go into uh what applying to scholarships looks like what applying to colleges look like and i say I have another favorite chapter. It's called Putting in the Work. Because mm-hmm. it's going to be work. It's going to be work. But you have to understand, work, you can, hard work is subjective to how you choose to view your situation. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If you build a habit now and you really work and develop that habit, you embody what it means to be the person that you want to be, I feel like, you make habits for yourself and now you're just doing that thing not because it's because you want to what you want to achieve but it's because of who you are mm-hmm. so say for example um i want to get in shape mm-hmm. and that's a goal that i have for myself mm-hmm. um i'm not gonna make that goal for myself and just try to keep reaching that goal because you can get unmotivated with uh certain things like you're, you're chasing results so you can get unmotivated mm-hmm. But if you make that who you are, you are a person that goes to the gym every day. You are a person that goes, that wakes up and develops yourself every day. You go 1% more every day. That's who you are. That's not something you're trying to achieve. That's who you are. And that's something that I unpack in my putting in the work chapter. So that's one of my favorite chapters. Just teaching about how to build a habit and how that translates into scholarships. I feel like that's really important. It was something that really helped me in my process. So are you available to come speak to a school, yes. uh, do a seminar, lead a workshop around this book? How can folks get a hold of you mm-hmm. and how can we support the work that you have through the Million Dollar Dream? Is there a place that we can go and make purchases for the book? Because I want to say this live in full support. I want to buy 30 copies mm-hmm. for the Champs program of this sure. book because I believe in Freddie. I've mm-hmm. watched him. Uh, up close and he is who he say he is and that's very rare um and i know his his mom his his family is extremely proud of him um and he's an example to our community and he's a leader in chicago so why not support the book but you got to tell us how we can get a hold of a book how do we get a hold of you Mm -hmm. i appreciate it uh 
So if you go to freddygoldenjr.com, that is the website, and it has a link that will take you directly to where you can order the book. Also, it is live now on Amazon, The Million Dollar Dream. That's what the book is called. Uh, I'm the author, Freddie Golden Jr. If you search that in on Amazon, you will uh, land right on the book. But freddygoldenjr.com, you can find that link. You can find a description of the book. You can find uh, about me, a little about the author. And uh, I encourage you to give feedback. Uh, I'm a first-time author. And I am working through this process of getting this first book out. And I'm ex- extremely excited to have this project come out. Uh, I'm also looking for mentors, uh, anybody that is an author already. Um, I'm definitely looking for that mentorship uh, and just the help that I need. It's my first book. I'm still getting into this process, but I definitely appreciate the support that I've had so far. I appreciate you for helping me to get uh, this platform and helping me to be just talk about my story and where I came from. And yeah, if you go to freddygoldenjr.com, I have my book available there. And it's out now. So I appreciate you. Hey, look, y'all. If you're watching this, and I have a bunch of friends who have major platforms. Y'all listening and watching me right now, I need for y'all to book him. Get him on your platforms. Hey, Wallow, 267, <laughs> million dollars worth of game. You hear me? Uh, E.T., Dr. Eric Thomas, you hear me? Um, let's get him on. Let's support this young brother. Again, he's hailing from the west side of Chicago. And you know if he's sitting here and telling you he's at Morehouse College, you know he has a story. $1.6 million in scholarships. Look, y'all, we have to uplift young brothers like him and and support the work that he's doing, not just through talk, but let's go out and buy this book. Let's sell it out. Um, any last words you want to share with anybody? Yeah, I just want to – my main – goal my main objective through the book through some of the courses i'll be teaching uh which i can be booked through my website as well Uh, i would say to youth across the world across tough environments across tough communities like the ones that i came from i would say that reaching education is important reaching education is possible and you can do that through scholarships you can do that through college and it's really necessary that you get the education that you need to bring up your community you don't have to fall into the traps that the community uh lays for you it's a lot of traps out there it's a lot of violence that you can succumb to and it's easy to fall into that but the right it's going to be hard at first but the right thing and the right path that you should be taking is education and it's definitely possible so i'm I'm looking forward to seeing what y'all can do with that uh, I'm looking forward to just the next wave of uh, educated uh, young people in the world. And I, I appreciate you for having me on again. And give us the website again. How do we locate you and how do we purchase the book? For sure. FreddieGoldenJr.com. F-R-E-D-D-I-E. GoldenJr.com is where you can find a book. You can find a link directly to the book. And then it's called The Million Dollar Dream. You can search it up on Amazon. It's available now. I appreciate you for having me on. I appreciate y'all for listening. All right. We'll be back with another episode of the Born to Win podcast. For sure. Peace. Peace.